What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Haley Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski. Told you guys we would be back. Yes, we are back for another special edition, a reaction episode of the Michigan Recruiting Insider as we react to the commitment of Jaden Davis to the University of Michigan, one that's been a long time coming, joining me as they always do on the Michigan Recruiting Insider, the crew from TMI, starting with Steve Lorenz, two times on camera in one day, Steve, two times on camera. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, might, might, go, might go play the lottery tonight. So. Right, right, right. And, of course, we have Bryce Marriage. Bryce, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Uh, a lot of news today. Not even football. Yeah, yeah. I saw the Hunter Dickinson uh, piece in the portal. We'll obviously be getting to that and covering that as we unpack one thing at a time, right? Unpack this Jane Davis commitment. And also joining me, this is the guy who is responsible for getting them up and going. Uh, the the Sports Center uh, appearance for Jane Davis would have <laughs> I don't think it would have happened without joining us from ESPN George Richards, who is on our board over on the Michigan Insider as well, uh, Detroit native, Michigan guy, and talked to all the the principal parties involved in bringing today to to fruition. So I want to get his reaction as well, guys. But this is one. Uh, since we didn't hear from you earlier in the day, Bryce, this is one that we saw a long time uh, coming, right? Yeah, I just, I just feel like when you're looking at what Michigan presented, the whole recruitment, this is what you wanted, top to bottom. I think people freaked out so much about the timeline, 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 timeline. But at the end of the day, was it really that much late? Later, no, you know, and the thing is, he noted on the ESPN broadcast, he's gonna be recruiting for the class, as you guys probably noticed on Twitter. Already recruits, commits, prospects, targets. Super excited, just about the news. So, I mean, overall, this is a huge pickup. I mean, I think even the um, the that the official Michigan football account tweeted out like a video of all the coaches losing their minds like the offensive coaches and Jim Harbaugh so overall five I mean he's a five-star kid and I think the cool thing about him that I still think of to this day is when I talked to Blake Frazier the Michigan legacy and the four-star offensive tackle he told me when he kind of connected with Jay down that trip that he was down to earth He's not this five-star diva. He's not flashy. He's easygoing. Someone you very approachable, likable, and a guy that can really attract other guys to the class. I think you're going to see that. And as he noted, again, in the ESPN broadcast, he's looking to get the number one class. They're off to a good start. They're at number three. We'll see where they go from here. Yeah, Steve, uh, we talked about this. We obviously knew – uh, it was going to happen. We were ready for the announcement, but still, you know, we sat down and we'll have 
interviews with, with Jaden, of course, long interview with Jaden, a long interview with his dad. They talked about the recruiting effort that they're already putting in. And Jaden named names. Dad didn't name the, the parents that he's talking to. But Jaden, it was like a lit, litany of guys that he is already actively recruiting and has been actively recruiting for some time. Yep. So as yeah, we've noted. I mean, Michigan's in pretty good position with a pretty wide variety of guys. Uh, actually, on the offensive side is really where they are. Uh, a lot of the crystal balls right now are for some of the top prospects on the offensive side. Uh, you know, I think now the question becomes, um, who's next? Uh, when do they get some more guys? Uh, you know, how, how quickly will the dominoes fall? Because it really does feel like uh, Michigan's potentially in a situation to go on a run here. Uh, in the near future with some guys that we've listed as top targets for months and months at this point. So George Richards, he of ESPN and the SEC Network, and, of course, just a big, big Michigan guy. You're going you're gonna to see George pop up at the Fiesta Bowl or the Orange Bowl or any number of Michigan games. You'll see him pop up on the board, spurring conversation as well. But save the day for the ESPN broadcast, and you talk about having a camera guy on hand to help you with different shots that we wound up composing to get. We got David Sanders. We got Channing Goodwin. We got Jordan Ship. Of course, we got the long interview uh, with Jaden as well. You talked to all those guys. You were here to take in the scene. George, just your takeaways from today. Uh, it really comes to the top of mind, but uh, one was the amount of students that we had here. Uh, not just with the Jaden Daniels family, but all the students that were here, the amount of Michigan gear that I saw among the students. Uh, again, I, I live here in Charlotte, so it was more Michigan gear than I think I've seen in a while being here in this city. Uh, and also, I was really struck by the maturity of all the players you talked to, Sam. And it wasn't, and it was something that Bryce just mentioned about Jaden, his maturity, the way he talks about things. But it really stuck out to me also about David Sanders. Talking. And it was just impressive uh, how composed all those young men were, um, that it really stood out to me. But this atmosphere in this school around that announcement, how big of a deal it was for this school and the relief that you saw throughout the entire Davis family about, well, yes, this has been over in their minds for some time, but to finally really have it over. I think I heard that comment maybe 15 times. It, you know, it's over. It's over. Glad this is over. Glad we're, you know, we're past this moment and it just really struck to me that, that, that they were all so relieved yeah yeah dad said this was over in november as far as he was concerned it was supposed to be announced in december <laughs> he said he said that but you had some some coaching issues uh, at michigan when it came to uh, you know the nfl dalliances and the parting of ways with, with matt weiss and at that point, Jay needed some assurances. Dad kind of stepped in and, and kind of asked Jim some direct questions. And he won the day by being very open and honest with him. He didn't he, – he, there was no equivocation that day. And I think that that was really what solidified it. It, it was a foregone conclusion yeah. that he was going to like Kirk Campbell. Kirk's just that kind of dude, right? Yeah. So he hit J- it off of him J- right away. Jayden said that Harbaugh doesn't lie. <laughs> Right, he did. Right. Didn't he Jayden did. say that to you, Sam, that Harbaugh he can't did. lie. Yeah. He's like, he can't lie. And I was standing with Jaden's dad when he said it, and he goes, that's absolutely right. The guy just can't lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, that – but that made the, the this recruitment end on the high note that they wanted it to, to end on. And now you got your, your five-star quarterback in the fold, fellas, and you can see the wheels kind of turning with the guys here at this school. So of the of the other three, 
You got Jay. You got uh, Channing Goodwin. You got Jordan Chip. You got David Sanders. I think Steve Bryce. I think we can all agree, right? The the one that they're farthest down the line with is Channing Goodwin, right? That's that's the guy who, if you are sort of ramping up your excitement and expectation about who he's going to influence the most in the short term, I would pick Channing, Steve, and you add to it the the legacy that he is. Uh, Michigan team to beat for Channing Goodwin. Yeah, I mean, now as of, of any uncommitted target, I think Michigan's recruiting, I think they have more things going for them in Channing Goodwin's recruitment than any other guy, right? I mean, Blake Frazier, also a legacy, but doesn't have the five-star quarterback as his actual teammate. Uh, Goodwin's been to campus probably, what, eight times? I mean, he's been there many, many times, more times than I can remember, uh, you know, and playing a position where I think Michigan wants to take four guys also you know there's a need there in this cycle too so a lot of reasons for Michigan uh to feel good about Channing Goodwin particularly after even without Jaden Davis's commitment but that commitment also now being in the fold I think makes it even more of a likelihood that uh he'll eventually be in the class I think it just is really more of a when not if type deal in that one so yeah of those three guys uh for sure the one that feels most uh closest to being part of the class yeah and i tell you what you know i think that he's a guy who's michigan influence michigan's influence on couldn't get any greater jordan ship is a different story i mean he's he doesn't have the the legacy ties to michigan he just got a chance to see it for the first time last year along with Jaden, of course and so he's getting to know michigan he's talking about getting the feel for for the program and really connecting with ron bellamy but he admitted to me, he said, you know, I know we said we would all do our own thing, Chris Peel, Jaden, Channing, and, of, of course, David. But he said it's different when it's your quarterback, Bryce. He said when, you're, when your quarterback goes somewhere and it's like your quarterback and it's a school you're looking at, he said, man, that, that can't – it can't help but, but be a bigger lure for you to Michigan. So I think of the guys – Jaden's commitment is going to have the biggest impact on Jordan Chip as far as their chances of getting. I, so I told my wife this: couple relationships are always critical. Obviously, yours with your wife, your barber, got to have a good relationship with your barber. That's true, Steve. I know you're shaking your head, but that's true. Jesus, dude. And, and then it's your quarterback. It's your quarterback. You got to have a good chemistry with your quarterback. And it just makes sense. You know, this is a guy that he's played with for a while now. They just won a state championship. They're trying to repeat. They have a great shot at that. And he's been to campus. And guess what? Every day he walks down those school halls, he's going to see Jane Davis repping Michigan. And you don't think he's going to say something to Jordan about what Michigan's doing, what they got? I mean, here's the thing, too. We're, we're going to see what they're going to do this upcoming season. But all the recruits that have been in the spring has said that Michigan's going to look to throw the ball more. Mm-hmm. And that's a big intriguing thing as well. That's to, you know, wait to be seen. But if that happens and you have that quarterback coming in, it's, it's got to be intriguing. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. And then, of course, David Sanders. So Jaden's a five-star prospect, make no mistake, number 28 in his class. We'll see where that winds up. Very clear. I don't know if you picked up on this, George. The fluctuation in the rankings, I mean, I guess he fluctuated more with some other with some other networks. He's, yeah. That had an impact. 
<laughs> that had an impact. Yeah, he, he was talking uh, about that. He he was it was clear that was a little sharp in his side when he uh, brought up how his rankings fluctuated. But can I, can I just say real quick how awesome it is to finally be part of the the Bryce and Steve, you know, story I told my wife thing. Like I have been listening to this for years on the podcast, and to see it play out, I I, I was really waiting. I gotta tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, well, listen. After after the barbecue last night, man, what was it called? Noble Noble Smoke. Oh yeah, man, George. You, Noble hey, Smoke. Listen. Noble smoke, yeah. Noble smoke was was fire. Let's be. Let's just say that. But yeah, absolutely. David Sanders. David Sanders is the number one player in his class. And if you ever are in his presence, you ever watch him move, you will not question that ranking. I don't do the rankings. I remember the first time I was down here last year seeing the guys. I called Steve Wilfong. I called Chris Singletary. I was calling all the guys like you guys can do the rankings. This is as sure a five star as I've seen. He is a freak. He is an absolute freak. And so now he is up to 6'7", 260 pounds. Michigan was his first offer. He is Jaden Davis's bodyguard. He said, that's my that's my official title, Jaden's bodyguard. I, I can't say that I see this maybe moving him as much as it moved Jordan Chip, but it gets Michigan more in the game after they were the first team to offer and now the floodgates are opening. He is going to be up for a visit this summer uh, there, George, and that's a, that's a huge development in and of itself. Yeah, and, and he told you that with conviction. He's like, oh, I'm coming this summer. This summer is, is when it's happening, and it was very clear about how excited he was. I shot him as Davis made his commitment. I actually shot video of him, and he was the loudest one in the gym. He was fired up, fired up by the scene, had his own camera. He was clearly very into it. He got over to you as he saw what he called himself the bodyguard. Uh, Jaden, if I remember, he said, uh, that's my guy, bodyguard, and I don't go anywhere without my bodyguard. Uh, so yeah. that I know that those guys are, are very close, and, and, and I, I think there's definitely going to be some connections there going uh, for at least the next you know, year, year or so. Yeah, man, this was, this was huge for what it will do in that school and what it will do for the recruiting class in general. And you got to give this coaching staff a huge shout-out, shout uh, Jim Harbaugh, for addressing some – you know, a recruiting hiccup last year. You know, they were able to compensate for some things in the portal. They did a great job scouting, grabbing some guys. So you had to adjust to the NIL landscape, too. They lost some guys due to NIL influence, right? They lost some portal guys because uh, you can't get, you know, juniors and above in. So there was an adjustment period. And then you had to go get you a couple more recruiters, right? So you add Kirk Campbell, uh, Steve. We talked about this. You add Kirk Campbell and Chris Partridge. And now – it feels like the machine is really churning and you got to give those guys a ton of credit for not just resting on their laurels and Hey, we made the playoff. So the guys are going to come. They're out there recruiting Steve. Yeah. We, yeah, we talked a lot about Kirk Campbell. I thought it was funny. They posted the video of the coaches reacting and uh, Jim re- reacted a lot. I think like we did, like he, I think he already knew because he didn't really even get out of his chair. Everyone else was jumping and hollering around. Uh, I think he kind of obviously it's what he expected to have. I thought that was kind of funny, but yeah, I mean it's uh, been a group effort across the board. Um, you know, I think what we touched on a little bit earlier is like they have more guys now. I think on staff that you could really just throw into any recruitment if you need the the help or you need the you want to supplement your recruiting efforts with another guy who could convince you. I think they have more guys on staff now 
that they can do that with than they ever have. You know, we, I mean, how many guys on the, they have on the staff right now that we've seen them put into recruitments that were out of their region, out of their position? You know, I mean, Partridge, Jay Harbaugh, Sharon Moore, uh, Steve Klinkscale. You know, I mean, these are like they have plenty of guys now uh, that they can do that with. And, and yeah, it's only going to help them as. Yeah, like I think, yeah, like you said, I think the machine, everything's kind of coming together. Uh, and it's it's really uh, like I said earlier, is the, probably one of the brighter times or, or better times coming up uh, for Michigan on the recruiting trail that we've we've seen since I've been doing this anyway. And it's crazy to see people outside of the Michigan uh, landscape celebrating this. I think it might have to do with hatred for Ohio State. Right, because as Big Brother says, <laughs> Ohio is in shambles. Right, Ohio is in shambles. <laughs> Perfect then, timing, Steve. Steve, you see how they're scrambling out. We, we were now a few months ago. They were like, "Hey, Jaden is interested in Ohio State." Now it's like, "No, Jaden wasn't interested in Ohio State." Like, make up your mind. They were but, trying hard for this one, and they lost another one. Steve, I think it's quite clear. Yeah, so, so when Dylan Rayola decommitted from Ohio State, like you said, uh, the first quarterback trip that Ryan Day, and I think it was uh, Corey Dennis, the quarterback's coach, the first trip they took was to Charlotte to see Jaden Davis in January. Um, not sure how you could not – or how that could not be construed as interest on Ohio State's end. Uh, I think what happens is when it becomes clear Ohio State – is not going to beat Michigan for a prospect of that caliber. Uh, it kind of goes hush-hush on their end as far as the reporting and the, the activity that, that Ohio State is maybe putting in with it. You know, Because like I said, we talked about Blake Corum. I mentioned Blake Corum yesterday, whereas Blake was a little bit different where he had already committed, but Ohio State made a run at Blake Corum throughout the process when he was committed to Michigan. Uh, never really made much progress there, so you never really heard much about it. Uh, this one was similar after January when, when you know, granted Davis wasn't committed to Michigan until today, but he was at, considered a heavy lean. Um, you know, they go out and see him. Their fans are hoping that, you know, with, with Dylan Rayola out of the fold now for them, like they're hoping they can get back in with it. You know, can we can we repair this relationship and stuff? Didn't happen. And, and now, um, you know, making claims of like a kid that they haven't even offered yet as being their primary target at quarterback uh, compared to Jaden Davis. So, yeah, I mean, it have, it's, you know, there's a lot of insecurity, a lot of, uh, you know, that type of stuff going on on that end. But, you know, for Michigan, you got to live, you got to, you got to crow with that, your recruiting wins at any win against Ohio State. Because uh, as we know, that's one area, you know, Ohio State's always recruited at an elite level. So for Michigan to pick up a few wins over them here in the last couple weeks is, is very significant. Ooh. Yeah, one more thing to highlight. I I skipped over this and I shouldn't have. Bryce, I know we talked about this on several episodes before, but the guys who Jim Harbaugh kind of gets on personally, he has a really impressive record. It might not be a 1,000, but it's high up there. I mean, it's it's in the 800s or 900s. You know, when he says, okay, I'm your recruiter, He's been done a good job of landing those guys, and this is just the latest in that line. It kind of reminds me of when I put in crystal ball. I don't usually put in too many, but when I do, they're pretty well. Um, and right. going back to Steve's point about Ohio State, we I feel like we should thank them because they kind of helped Michigan land two five-star quarterbacks because they had picks – 
Kyle McCord over JJ. And then this cycle, they had picked Dylan Rayola over Jaden Davis. Obviously, they came back to see if they could get Jane again. That didn't work out, but Ohio State might have helped Michigan. Oh, dude. Man, Ohio State two five star quarterbacks. Hey, you remember they tried I'm to press saying. they tried to press Donovan Edwards and try to make him commit. And, and Donovan was like, no, nah, man. He's like, well, we'll take Trevion Henderson. And he's like, take Trevion Henderson. <laughs> so like, you, cool. you, you could, I mean, you could say Ohio State was the secondary recruiter and a couple of these recruitments of how much they've helped Michigan. You could just say that. See, that's but. the interview I got to get. I got to get, I got to get Donovan on talking about Ohio State. We'll see if he'll be, he probably won't do it before they play him again. Right. But I promise you. Well, he's not done running, talk- Sam. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to yeah, I'm gonna talk to Donovan about this. Like, man, when it's all running, over, so. when it's all over, I want you to hey, I want you to be like me on Ohio State after y'all beat them. <laughs> that's, that's the energy that I want you to bring is what I mean. I want you to bring that smoke, bring that energy, right? Because he has, I mean, it's personal when he takes the field against them. So definitely want to see that. But fitting that we close out the day reacting to a commitment that sets the. It sets the stage for the rest of this, for the rest of this cycle. That's fair to say. It's not hyperbole that this commitment, this is going to be what determines the 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 ceiling for this class. Give me your predictions. I'm gonna go one by one. Is this a top five class when it's all said and done, George Richards? I mean, that's a lofty thing in this day and age. So don't don't speak lightly. Don't don't say yes because you feel like I'm pressuring you. But do you think? Now that they have Jaden in the fold, they're in the top five right now. Do you think they're going to finish in the top five? I, I think five is very realistic. It's, it's funny you, you mentioned that. I was kind of looking to count how many guys was Michigan, you know, according to you guys reporting, in the lead four or in the top two in the top 100. And you come back and you're like, oh, that's a pretty good number. And mashed up to uh, how's Alabama, Georgia, uh, LSU, USC going to do uh, in comparison, and I think you're going to find Michigan's going to probably get into fighting, fighting for that five through I would say five through maybe seven, five through eight spot. As I think, is, I think it's going to end up being the landing place for Michigan. So, Steve, I'm going to give you some names, man. I mean, Brian Robinson, top two, four, seven. We feel really good about Michigan. You were talking about Marquise Lightfoot earlier, another highly rated guy in the top two, four, seven that they're in good shape with. Right, we definitely feel like they are the team to beat for Aaron Childs at this point. Another highly rated guy. I mean, you see some guys on the horizon that can really help boost this class. Guys like Aaron Childs, who I wouldn't be surprised if he moves up in the rankings. So I set the stage. Michigan number three right now. Do you think they finish this cycle in the top five? It's always so hard because there's like those. There's going to be those like few SEC schools that don't really there's not much standing for them to have a top five, six class, but they'll be there, you know, like a and if will A&M be there again, you know, Auburn's got Hugh freeze, like somehow they're recruiting really well, like, you know, off the bat there. I'm going to play, I'm going to go right down the middle. I'm going to say somewhere between four and six. We're going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to say between four and six, uh, right. but, but it's finally going to be a combination of, Guys who are already talented. You know, we've seen Michigan do well with the prospects, like more towards the bottom of their cycle as far as the, who's ranked. 
Uh, I think we're going to see a better combination of like college ready guys and guys that Michigan is capable of, of developing into uh, big time players. All right, Bryce, answer this question while you're at it. Antoine Johnson wants to know how likely is it for Michigan to pick up Aaron Scott from Ohio State? He seems like he's very interested. Luke Hamilton is trying to recruit him hard, tell him he's next on Twitter. Uh, and you know, and his good visit. Hey, this is a guy who I know Steve Klinkscale isn't conceding. I think it's very clear Klink, he, Klink uh, thinks he has a very good shot at Aaron Scott and Bryce West. So, what do you think of uh, Michigan's standing with Aaron Scott? And do you think Michigan in the top five? All right, to answer this first, I'm gonna say. I personally feel they're in a better position for Bryce West right now than Aaron Scott. Now, here's the caveat to that. I think they're trending upwards for Aaron Scott. They still have work to do. I think I, I still would say Ohio State in that recruitment, but that's not a slam dunk anymore. That's more like a mid-range floater. I, you know, I, I think they got it, but it's not 100% for sure. As for where where I think they're going to land in terms of rankings, like Steve said, I mean, there's some schools that have probably a, a commit or two that are going to sign 30 kids, you know, which it is what it is. But right. with the guys that got lined up, I mean, we're not – we got Taylor Tatum, Brady Prescorn, Andrew Sprague, yep. Max Anderson, Blake, Blake Frazier. This is all just the offense. This is just right. the offense alone. You know, you didn't even say and like, so it, it, well, that's defense. But I'm saying, like, and some of these guys, like Blake Frazier, he's at 88 right now at 24 7 sports rankings. So I don't, I don't foresee him staying at 88. So some of these guys are going to get ranking bumps. Look at this. <laughs> Victor Rodriguez, see, you know, I was about to say that, right? I was about to say. Just show them the tape. Just show the man the tape. Yeah, do but you that, that can help toasted? them. That can help them. Do they might say, we toasted? need you on the field. We might do you need you on the get field. Burnt? <laughs> do you want to be I mean, crusty out there? You know all those crumbs you sweep out of your toaster? You want to be some oh. of those crumbs, man? I'm just saying. That's what I would say if I was recruiting those guys. Now, does Clink get down like that? I think he does. <laughs> I think Clink does get down <laughs> I think he does get down like that. So listen, man, this is where you want to be, though. And if nothing else, you, you're happy about Jane Davis. That's first and foremost. But if nothing else, you got Ohio State backpedaling a little bit, a little bit more even than you have them from what you did to them on the field. Now you went in their, you went in their kitchen and, and took Jordan Marshall. Now they used to be able to slide in and take a dude that Michigan was leading for. So let's, let's remember that, right? Oh, we didn't want him. Well, they did this. You mentioned it uh, a couple days. The, the receiver from out out in California that they just um, come on that they just had. That's in the pros now. He was one of the top top first round draft picks. Receiver from Ohio State. Ah, uh, um, Chris Olave. Chris oh. Olave. Yeah, yeah, Chris Olave. Yeah, Michigan had. Yeah. Michigan was leading for Chris Olave. Ohio State. They slide in at the end, and boom, they take him. They got used to having that sort of presence and dominance over Michigan, frankly, and that day is gone. They can't do that anymore, Steve. Doesn't feel like it. You know, I mean, even if you're if they're not doing it with the guys in Ohio, then yeah, then it really feels like it's gonna be difficult for them to 
yeah, kind of come in late and swipe. I mean, we talked about them sort of feels like they've avoided recruiting Brian Robinson and, and maybe, you know, maybe because Michigan is, is in good position there. Right. I mean, he's got 35 other offers from some major powerhouse programs. And, and so, you know, always a thing in that regard too. But as far as the guys that, yeah, it, it does feel like it'll be, you know, could see it happening again and maybe a certain in an isolated race, but it's not going to be just, yeah, like sort of that snap of the finger type deal like it has been for Ohio State for, geez, as long as I can remember, at least since Urban started. I mean, I know, you know, Trestle recruited really well too, but Michigan felt like more of a, a presence even when Trestle was there and winning. Um, but since Urban on, you know, it just felt like they, they yeah, they would kind of swipe in late and take who they wanted. And, and yeah, it just feels like it'll be – at least it'll be mostly different in that regard uh, going forward. All right, so my man Zeke, he he came in here, and I go back and forth with, with Zeke all the time. Here's Zeke. He said the class finishes fourth, and the overall score will be the highest ever. I don't know about the highest ever score, but I got him in the top five. This is one thing we agree every now and then, Zeke and I. So I agree with Zeke on this, my man from down in the ATL, that Michigan, I think, will finish in the top five. They get Brian Robinson. They get Aaron Childs. I think they're going to get Blake Frazier. And that's just the start. That's just the start. So, fellas, been a great day. We got a lot to come. We got a one-on-one with Jaden Davis we have to unpack. We got the media session that we will uh, provide for you as well. We got the sit-down with Aaron Scott. Sit-down, not Aaron Scott. Sit-down with Channing Goodwin, with, with Jordan Ship. To sit down with uh, the number one player. He might be the number one player in the country, regardless of class, fellas. When you talk about David Sanders. And we have a one-on-one coming with, with Micah Gilbert as well, who I think, yeah, he, he said. Now, he's not, like, super tight with Jaden, but he said, get a quarterback of that ilk that I know that I play seven-on-seven seven with. Yeah, that, that definitely makes you look a little harder at Michigan. So we'll have all of that and more coming up. Over on the MichiganInsider.com, spring ball coverage. I'm going to reach out to Hunter tonight, find out what the deal was and what made him hit the portal. We'll see if we can get to the bottom of that as well. If you aren't a member of the MichiganInsider.com, what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? 50% off while you can. And that's for current monthly subscribers, too. You can take advantage of one of the best deals of the year over on the MichiganInsider.com. If you like this podcast and you're listening to it there, rate it, review it, tell all your friends about it. If you're watching us on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel. You'll get a new, a new notification every time we do a new video. George, my brother, I appreciate you. You saved the day not just for us, but also for ESPN. So we appreciate that. Happy to do it. And Noble Smoke, Noble Smoke, put, put George on the payroll. Put George on the payroll. <laughs> if you're ever in Charlotte, go to Noble Smoke. Best barbecue in town. Trust me. That'll do it for us on another edition of the Michigan Recruiting Insider. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.